Welcome to the Fiercely Successful Podcast. Here's your host, Paul Partali. What is up? It's Monday. It's the new year. Even in February, still a new year. What's going on, everyone? Paul Artali here. Welcome to Season 2, The Dose of Fiercely Successful, the podcast that gives you a motivational shot in the arm every single week just to get you going to go after those dreams harder than you did the week before. And you got to say a couple things before we get talking about my man, Tom Brady. Just watched him win another Super Bowl. What is that, number seven for the man? We're going to talk about um, an important lesson about his story. But before we do that, a couple things. Number one, people have been asking, where have you been since December 20th? And reality is I took a bit of a break from the show trying to retool it. I'm working on some cool things, but decided to launch season two in February to get some of these thoughts going. And here's a, a quick thought I had, uh, really it's more of a realization I had during that hiatus, was that you all were still listening, still messaging me, emailing me with what you liked in the show, new folks were listening to the show. So thank you for keeping the word going. It really made me realize how much fun and how uh, impactful some of these ramblings in my basement can be for you all. So more ramblings, more insight from what's been going on in my week, happening every week, this moving forward uh, for now, and got some cool new things in the works. Not going to reveal them yet, but uh, I, I like them. I'm excited about some projects. The The, the teaser is, I don't know if they're going to be under the Fiercely Successful brand or I'll just launch a second podcast. I don't know. They're probably going to be part of Fiercely Successful. So with all that being said, here we go. Let's talk about Tom Brady, who just put on a clinic in the Super Bowl and, uh, you know, technically speaking, spanked the Kansas City Chiefs. And I was kind of pulling for Brady in this game, man. So I'm a big lover of of champions and dynasties and winning, people that win consistently, right? Like over the holiday break, I watched a lot of documentaries on Michael Jordan and I, you know, some stuff on Muhammad Ali. And I, I remember reading about the Edmonton Oilers winning their four straight Stanley Cups and so on and so forth. And the New York Islanders did the same thing. I really like learning about dynasty programs, programs that have rich winning traditions and individuals as well. And so I've always been intrigued by Tom Brady and, you know, he's a university of Michigan uh, alum. I'm not really a Wolverines fan, but Hey, I live in the state of Michigan. I grew up watching the Wolverines and seeing Brady. So I have a bit of a affinity for him in that perspective. And then seeing him go from being an underdog to being arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, or I like to say the greatest non-Italian quarterback of all time, because a 49ers fan, I'm Italian. You got to always give love to the man, Joe Montana. But in all seriousness, you know, I started thinking about Tom Brady's story. If you don't know the story in brief, Brady won six Super Bowls with the New England Patriots and really put that team on the map and, and put them on the map. I mean, they, they, they'd been successful before, but I don't believe they'd won a Super Bowl before Tom Brady and six championships, basically every other year that he played for the team, they were going to a Super Bowl and at the very least winning. I mean, today was his 10th Super Bowl appearance, seventh Super Bowl win. So here's a guy that won a lot of championships for a franchise. And then after a, about a 20-year career, decides to leave. And I, did, I researched a little bit about why he left, the circumstances around why Tom Brady left. And I, I think there are a few factors that 
I will just discuss about briefly. Number one is that after 20 years with the Patriots, I think the team was starting to look at the future and going in a bit of a different direction. And I think Tom Brady was maybe not as happy with the the circumstances and maybe saw the saw the writing on the wall. I mean, there's a lot of nuanced pieces. There's pieces about could the, the Patriots afford him on a new contract and everything that goes with that. So there's some organizational conflict that was going on with it. But here's the piece I want to focus on. And the, the quick lesson for this week is that Tom Brady, in a conversation with the great Joe Montana in an article I read, uh, Joe said that Tom told him, because I'm using their first names as if I know them and I just spoke to them on on Zoom. So Mont- what Joe said is that Tom was unhappy with the input uh, he was giving to management. In other words, and I mean that in the sense that he was giving input and they would ask him for his input. Hey, Tom, what do you think? What do you want to do? And Tom Brady would give him the input and give him the information and they wouldn't do anything with that information. So I don't think it was just about having the right tools. Really what Joe Montana was saying was that one of the major factors in Tom Brady leaving the Patriots was that they were not valuing his his input, his talent, his abilities, right? He didn't feel like he was, for lack of a better term, being respected or being heard. And he decided to go and try a new endeavor. And of course, that new endeavor was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the result, as we saw tonight, was in just one year with the team, he took them to a Super Bowl victory, number seven out of 10 Super Bowl appearances. Just phenomenal, phenomenal. You can never say it'll never be done again, but it'll be a long, long time before we see someone even come close to that. And here's the lesson, the motivational lesson in all of this right now. And it's actually, it's motivational and it's organizational because we are leaders of not just our own destinies. We are not just leaders of our own goals and journeys that we are leading other people and we are part of organizations that involve us. And so I want you to think if you're in a direct leadership, when you're in a direct leadership role with people, ask yourself, are you really taking their input into consideration? When you have talented people, are you letting them do talented things or are you just giving lip service to taking in their input and to saying you value them and then going off and doing what you want to do with it anyway. Because that can be a real, uh, I was going to say downer because I feel like I'm, I'm in an 80s film. But I mean, that can be a real motivation killer for those that are working with you in your journey. Remember, it's working with, not working for. But here's the other part. On the other side of it, from your perspective, going after your dream do you really want to be around people, organizations, partners, you fill in the blank what that other element is? Do you want to be around these entities that say they value you, say they value you, and then ignore it, right? They don't give you your due. They don't give you your respect, even after you've hustled your butt and you've produced results for them. I've been conducting work-life interviews, right? As I'm creating this new masterclass series on defining boundaries and achieving work-life balance and interviewing people, one of the distinct uh, findings that I'm seeing, one of the trends that is coming is that people say, I work really hard for this company. I work and put a lot of effort into this organization. And quite often, I'm not rewarded for it. Okay. I'm not rewarded for the work or it's quickly forgotten. And what's the point of working hard if at the end of the day, it does not mean anything? I want to leave and go somewhere where I can be respected and use my full potential. Sounds a lot 
like that conversation Joe Montana had with Tom Brady. So that's my challenge to you this week is to think about in your interactions with your partners, your company, wherever you're at in your life, are you being respected? Are your talents being utilized? Are people treating you like the expert and the superstar that you are? And if the answer is no, how are you going to react in the short term and in the long term? If you have an ability to exit out, hey, this might be the time to exit out. If you don't, create the strategy to start looking at exiting out. Brady saw it. Mm-hmm. Hey, he had a lot of leverage. I'm not going to lie. He went out, found a great fit for him. And what did he do? The very first year won a darn championship. You deserve to win a championship too because you need to be in a place where people are going to respect you, where people are going to utilize your abilities and your creativity and your energy for positive change and for great results. That's what you need to do. That's what you deserve. That's the space you need to be need to be in. So let's learn from Tom Brady. You might hate him. You might hate every team he's played for. You might be sick of seeing him in the postseason. I mean, I just saw his postgame interview and he said something to the effect of, we'll be back next year. He's confident. He's cocky. But I can respect that. I can really respect that because he can back it up. But more importantly, he's sure of himself, his abilities, and what he can do. And because of that, he was able to redirect his life, put life back on his terms, and look at the results. He achieved the results. So that's the message this week. This first episode back into 2021. Got lots of other great topics coming your way. But in the meantime, think about old Tom Brady, what we can learn from his life, and how you can apply that in your life this week. So please remember to like, subscribe, download, share this podcast with your friends, with your families, with your co-workers, with anyone you believe needs a motivational message, leave me a review on whatever platform you're listening to, especially iTunes and, and, um, and Spotify, and I will see you all next week on Fiercely Successful. For more information, visit www.paulartale.com. That's P-A-U-L-A-R-T-A-L-E.com.